Come on in and welcome to On The Being Podcast. I am so excited that you have joined me, the host, Marquita Green, as I have come to empower you and to inspire and encourage you to find the balance in your life. You know where it is to be on the beam of life, that place where you might be overwhelmed, that place where you are wearing so many hats, and you might feel a little unbalanced and a little off kilter. Well, hopefully these few nuggets that I will give you will just keep you grounded and allow you to find balance while on the beam of life. Stay tuned. Earlier this week, as we were flipping through the TV stations, we came across You Got Served. Hmm. I remember watching that movie years ago. And so to see that refresher just this weekend, you know, just kind of blew my mind. It was a movie of what we would consider millennials today. And they did some dance competitions in order to earn money. This group of friends, this close-knit group of friends, decided to get together to do something different for themselves to make a shift in their financial situations. And so... During this one specific competition, they lost some money and they felt like they needed to recoup it. They needed to figure out how to regain that money. And then two of the guys were into some wrong things. They were into some illegal things in order to hustle back up their money. And so when they got an opportunity to make a run to get this money, only one of the guys showed up. He got jacked. The drugs were gone. So he ended up losing out on lots and lots of money. And so that put them in a bad situation. So the money that they were trying to recoup, they ended up going deeper into a hole. How many of you know that when you try so hard to make something better and it gets worse, that can be pretty devastating. And that's exactly what we saw in the movie. We saw some relationships split. We saw some physical issues where one of the gentlemen was hospitalized. We saw some things that were just not good. And so we basically saw some natural consequences of a rush, of a push, of a persistence to do something that's not quite meant for us to do. In the end, the team was able to come back together and they were able to go ahead and resolve their issues that took a lot of work. It took some of the other brothers in the crew saying, listen, y'all have got to make it work. And I'm not going to deal with either one of y'all until y'all pull it together. There was a relationship at bay. There were a lot of different dynamics that were beginning to fall apart because they were taking matters into their own hands and they took matters into their own hands to their detriment. When they were finally able to get it together, there was another competition Who knows that when you set yourself up, when you do what it is that you're supposed to be doing, in the end, it all works out. And yes, we always say, well, it's a movie. Of course, they had to come out on top. But I think there's something more to that. We saw at the end that they were able to recoup the funds and they were able to do what it is that they needed to do to save each other. But most importantly, they brought their crew back together. The animosity that was felt in the middle of the movie was gone. It was squashed. They were a spoon coons again. So sometimes 
it's interesting how we have to go through a valley in order to come out on a mountaintop. And it's not always going to look pretty. And that's what I loved about the movie You Got Served is that sometimes when we think something is going our way, when we think something is supposed to be in our favor, it may not, we may not continue to be on that high in the same way. And so we have to accept that sometimes some things are going to fall apart in our lives. The question is, what do you do when it begins to fall apart? Do you begin to take matters into your own hand to try to reshape and change the situation? Or do you trust that it will work out? And that's something that I want you to think about. And that's why I pause. It's not an easy thing to let things crumble around you. When you feel like you've lost this money or you've got these bills to pay or you have this obligation to meet and you don't know how you're going to do it and you get into this moment of desperation, how do you pull yourselves out of that? What do you do when your back is up against the wall and you don't know where to turn? You feel like you're alone. You feel like your best friend left you. You feel like your parents don't understand. You feel like your boo thing just don't get it. What do you do in those moments? And that's what we see. And you got served. We see that same moment of desperation, that same moment of need. And we see tragedy begin to break through into their circle. We see devastation in their circle. We see separation and dissension within their circle. All because they were running after something without the faith, without the trust, without the hope, without the understanding that it would come out on the other side. And so they allowed themselves to go through some some things unnecessarily. I want you to take a moment and just take a self-reflection journey on your own life and think about what have you put your hands on that wasn't necessary for you to put your hands on? What situation might you have made worse because you took matters into your own hands? What level of devastation have you felt when you felt like you were pinned up against the wall and you were all alone and didn't know what to do? What happened in that situation? Let's break. So you've had a few minutes to think about a time in your life where you felt like your back was against the wall, where you felt like you needed to step in and do something, where you needed to take matters into your own hand and your faith, your confidence and the situation turning around just wasn't quite there. Well, as I think about that, I'm reminded of the story in Matthew and we can find it in other places in the Bible, but for today, I was reminded of the story in Matthew 14, where we talk about the fish and the loaves. Of course, you know the story, you've heard the story, so I won't read it verbatim. I'm going to paraphrase. You know, it's where where Jesus came off the mountain, him and his disciples, they were followed by a crowd and the disciples realized that it was getting late in the day and they say to Jesus, you know, we have all these people with us. It's getting dark. It's getting late. They're going to be hungry. Why don't we go ahead and send them away so that we don't have to deal with their confusion. We don't have to deal with their hunger. We don't have to deal with their needs. We don't have to deal with them. We can just send them on home, go about our way and be merry. 
I'm paraphrasing. And Jesus says, well, no, what, what is it that we have amongst us? What is it that we can do? And he said, one of the disciples said, well, you know, one of the kids has a couple pieces of fish and a little bit of bread. Jesus says, bring it to me. And the disciples are like, what, what are you going to do with these two fish and five loaves of bread? There are thousands of people. And that's exactly what we see and you've got served, right? We see these young men, we see these millennials see a situation, they've lost some money, they don't have enough to do what they thought they were going to be able to do. They are not in a situation to be fruitful in the current space that they're in. And so they're looking for ways to multiply their money. They're looking for ways to get out of debt. They're looking for ways to satisfy a need and they don't see an immediate option. In that same way, the disciples didn't see an immediate way out for these people. They didn't see an immediate answer and how to feed this multitude. They didn't see hope. All they saw was hopelessness. But when they took it to Jesus, he said, bring it to me. I'll take care of it. When is the last time you took it to Jesus instead of trying to make it turn around yourself? When is the last time you took your financial situation to Jesus and asked him to multiply? When is the last time you took that relationship to Jesus and said, mend it? When is the last time you took your children to Jesus and said, fix them, my God? When is the last time you took your marriage to Jesus and said, expand it? When is the last time that you took it to Jesus instead of trying to handle the situation on your own? Imagine what would have happened if the disciples would have turned those people people away would have sent the crowd home without allowing Jesus to step in and to do what he does best, which is to perform miracles in our lives. What would have happened if they would not have taken those two pieces of fish and those five loaves of bread to Jesus, the most high God, the multiplier of much and allow him to do what he does best. When they took it to him, he said, I can feed the multitude. He lifted it up and he said, let me bless this. What is in my hands? See, Jesus can take what you have. He can take your little, he can take your mess. He can take your trials. He can take your tribulations. He can take your lack. He can bless that thing. And when he blesses it, it multiplied. He not only allowed for that crowd to be fed with what was placed in his hands, there was an overabundance. There was something left in that thing. And so if we just allow ourselves to rest in him before we get ourselves into a situation, we may very well avoid catastrophe. We may very well avoid physical pain. We may very well avoid emotional pain. The crew and you guys serve may not have been dismantled for a season if they would have trusted that they would come back around. The crew may not have had a member hospitalized if they would have just trusted and allowed the situation to play out. When we put it in God's hands, 
It's already done. And the same way that at the very end, in that last competition of You Got Served, they won that competition and earned back exactly what they needed to come back on top. That's what God did with this crowd and with this food. He multiplied and he allowed them to be in a better situation than they were even when they went in. That's all he's asking. And that's all I'm here to encourage you is to remember that we are not meant to take it into our own hands. We serve a God who can do more, who can do above all that we can ask, think, or even imagine. And so we need to place it in his hands and trust him and allow him to do the work that we cannot do alone. At the end of the movie, the boys were able to say, you got served. And Jesus is saying to you, my son, my daughter, my child, I got you. I will tell them you got served. Give it to him and let him have the final say. Peace. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode of On The Beam. I hope that you have gotten some word or some nugget of empowerment or encouragement, motivation, and inspiration to just keep you balanced and focused while on the beam of life. Come back for the next episode and be sure to share this podcast with your friends, families, and loved ones. I love you. I'll be praying for you. And I am here standing in the gap with you. Have a great day. Peace.